into A to Z Sports Primetime, not from the Superbook Sports Studios, but from SoFi Stadium. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. 2023 model year Fords available right now. Go test drive one today at the dealership in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The Intel edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress as well. By TrueMath Fitness. I'm down. I look great in my suit. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm down almost 40 pounds courtesy of TrueMath Fitness. You can do the same and achieve your fitness goals. Your first workout is free at TrueMathFitness.com. And Superbook Sports, where you go to wager on the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, and everything in between. Two Rivers Ford, or rather, uh, Superbook Sports, download the app today. So um, now, I uh, speaking of which, we're gonna we're gonna do something different on primetime today because I this is the first time that I've been in a press box that felt so bad for the opposing press corps for the product that they had to watch and cover on the field that they actually left us cold beer at our seats. So I'm going to enjoy a beverage as we speak to you guys tonight, and I'm sure. Uh, that, and I'm sure that, uh, that will go poorly, or I'm sure that that will go well as far as what it is that I have to say this evening. And I do have a lot to say this evening. Um, as you look at this situation, all right, they've never, they've never lost four games in a row, uh, under Mike Vrabel, Derek Henry, we talked to him in the locker room. He's never lost four games in a row in his life and anything, uh, not pick up basketball, not. NFL football, not high school, not college, never lost four games in a row in anything in his life. So this is unprecedented territory for this particular uh, for this particular franchise. And I I looked at what they did today and the way that the defense played and tried to keep them in things. I looked at two third and twos, um, and the idea that one Derek wasn't even on the field. The other one, they they both they threw passes on both third and twos, and it's not the only reason they lost the game. There are great many reasons that they lost the game. Dennis Daly having to play. Um, in fact, you're gonna I actually read. Do we have the video of Mike Vrabel talking about the tackle rotation that I tweeted out? I don't know if that was something that you included, uh, but if you uh, if you would signal to me um, when that is available for me, I will use that later on because I thought that was interesting. Um, but I think that. Uh, I think that uh, <laughs> um, Dion Bonner says, uh, "Buck, did you learn nothing from Todd Downing's DUI? Stop drinking that free beer. Why? I didn't. I didn't drive. Um, no free ads. You know, they're not getting any uh, any free publicity out of me. But um, no, I think that I've very much earned this uh, this beverage at this point. And uh, the fact that I Uber all over uh, the place wherever I go." I am going to be responsible, which is the only reason that I feel comfortable doing that. John Bob says, hey, Buck, we're sad. Sing us a song. Well, let me sing you a song about your offense, all right? Let me sing you a song. You're the piano man. This offense is struggling mightily right now. Ryan Tannehill got carted off the field, came back into the game, re-aggravated, re-injured his high ankle sprain, which had been getting better until today. Um, and all these different things regarding or revolving around the Titans offense right now, they are failing in multiple fronts. They could not capitalize when they did capitalize, when they were able to get into a, a, a near red zone opportunity or rather a field goal opportunity. They missed a field goal, obviously a big difference in a three point game. Um, and through all these different things, 
the offense is at the core of their issues. Now, I want to start with your two rivers Ford take. What was the most disappointing part of the loss to the Los Angeles Chargers? We're going to talk about this together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Uh, and you will hear from uh, you will hear from Mike Vrabel. You will hear from Kevin Byard. You'll hear from Vrabel. Excuse me. You'll hear from Vrabel on a variety of different things, but. As far as the disappointment of this particular loss, where where is it? Uh, uh, where is it most poignant for you? Uh, Damon says not running Derrick Henry enough. Uh, D Good says, man, that offensive play calling almost seemed like it was complicated by someone drinking. Uh, Dwayne Holiday says, please don't hesitate to blame Mike Vrabel. Where there is something that Mike Vrabel said today that was very very confusing to me, and again, you're going to hear that uh, whenever producer Reed gets it uploaded and lets me know that we have it. The most disappointing part of the way that the Titans lost 17-14 to 14 today. To Two Rivers Ford take, as always, it's made possible by Two Rivers Ford. They make it fast, easy, and fun for you to shop, no matter how you like to shop. Two Rivers Ford always goes above and beyond to make sure that you can experience their award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford has been doing business in Middle Tennessee for over 40 years, actually coming up on year number 40, as a matter of fact, 40 years in the business going above and beyond for Middle Tennesseans, quality American for American made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, non-commissioned sales staff. That's never going to put pressure on you. There is no better place to get a vehicle or to shop for a vehicle than two rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at two rivers so Quentin Lane says that, uh, what was the most disappointing part? Quentin Lane says not capitalizing on turnovers. They did get uh, they did get a couple opportunities, right? They got two interceptions of Justin Herbert. They had the crazy tip drill uh, from Roger McCreary to Josh Kalu, and then Kevin Byard made a big play late in that game after Tannehill threw an interception. So the Titans uh, this evening on third downs um, were not terribly efficient. They were 3 of 11, 27%. The Chargers were 4 of 13. They didn't have any fourth down opportunities to go for it. They had uh, 57 total offensive plays um, to the Chargers, 69. They were averaging uh, five yards per, per offensive play. The Chargers averaged 5.3. They ran the ball well. They had 127 uh, total rushing yards to the Chargers, 74. They lost the game. They turned it over. They uh, weren't able to capitalize. They had critical penalties. And, and again, they kind of shit the bed. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, not Stretch Armstrong said Willis did look good for a couple of plays. It's just you know, look good for a couple of plays. Nothing. What, what did he do that looked good for a couple of plays? He, he did convert. Uh, he converted a first down with his arm and then with his legs. But I didn't think anything that Malik Willis did look good. I don't think it was a good enough or a big enough sample size to say that Malik Willis looked good or bad, frankly. Um, but I guess the, uh, I guess that the situation is this, the most disappointing part to me is the idea that they came in with a plan to change things up at left tackle. They, uh, they, they said that they wanted to change things up at left tackle, but the way that they did it today was curious to me. You're going to hear from Mike Vrabel on that here in just a second, but Dennis Daly started the game. Then after the first quarter, Dylan Radens came in the game. Now, Dylan Radens got hurt and never returned. He was ruled questionable with a knee injury, but he never did return to the game. So when I asked Mike Vrabel about this, I thought that the answer was particularly curious about how Dennis Daly handled getting benched 
in real time. Mike, how did you think Dennis responded from starting the game to getting pulled for Dylan and then needing to go back in, obviously, because of injury? You know, we talked about it was a rotation that he was going to play through the first quarter, and then uh, Dylan was going to go in there, and then we were going to make a decision. So um, that was something that we had come up with during the week, and it was planned out. I didn't want Dennis or Dylan to think that, uh, you know, if they made a mistake that they were going to get pulled, it was play the first quarter, play the second quarter, and then, you know, we'll decide from there. So they planned a left tackle rotation this week, which is makes sense that Mike Vrabel would say, well, he's going to, on Friday, that Dylan Radens was going to play multiple positions. And, and as far as that goes, the idea, it's, this is not high school football. It's not college football that you would plan a left tackle rotation, a position that requires stability and requires continuity and communication. And that being your weakest position, arguably, on the offensive line. I mean, Aaron Brewer is also not good at left guard. But, you know, I just – I thought that curious because at least they were trying something. Now, what they tried ultimately did not play out the way that they had intended to because Dylan Radens got hurt, and now you have no idea. Um, you have no idea how that's going to go. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand on why I think that's pretty interesting here in just a second, right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Prime Time – is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress, the intel edge you need to succeed. GaryAshton.com is what makes it possible. You sell your home without any showings or staging. You find your next home while the market is still red hot. You sell your home, your current home for more. You win the buyer battle. You cash in on your home equity now. All that comes with the intel edge courtesy of GaryAshton.com. So Joe Williams says, is it arrogance, stubbornness, or a failure to evaluate correctly? Uh, so arrogance, I don't, what about them is arrogant, I guess. You know, they don't, they don't give off arrogance. They don't give off, we know better than you. They don't give off, um, they don't give off holier than now. They can't afford to. They've just lost four games. Like I didn't come out of Mike Rabel's press conference thinking that he, you know, he was being arrogant about anything. Now, Mike definitely has uh, an ego and can have arrogance at times, but this is certainly not a time where they're displaying any kind of arrogance. Stubbornness is a different conversation, right? Because they're, you know, the stubbornness to take this long to change things up with Dennis Daly, the stubbornness to, I mean, I, I largely agree with the decision not to fire a coordinator in season. I just, I don't think that's the right thing to do. I don't think that really helps things given the state of the roster right now. Like, I think you're just doing something for the sake of doing it. So on on balance, I, I think that Mike Vrabel is doing the right thing by letting the coordinator and uh, Todd Downing in particular play out the year. But, you know, there's no, there's no question that their situational play calling when it comes to offense compounds the problem that they already have. So I think that for the most part, you have to look at you have to look at what you're trying to keep cohesive. Uh, no, not stretch Armstrong says, "Will Vrabel leave?" I haven't heard that. I don't know that Mike's going to leave. Uh, but you know, I mean, obviously, when John got fired the way that he did, everybody's 
everybody's performance is on the table. Everybody's performance is going to be evaluated that way. Everybody's performance is going to be heavily scrutinized and, and rightfully so like they're in, they're in a situation largely of their own making. And now, um, now you have to consider all the different reasons why, uh, why it's there. Why not bring in someone to help him says Marcus Johnson. Well, they did. They did the exact same thing for, uh, for Todd Downing as they did for Shane Bowen a couple of years ago, right? They, they brought in a passing game coordinator, uh, in Tim Kelly. And the passing game looks even worse than it did last year. Now, you know, ultimately they're playing to the style of football on it that I think that the Titans, you know, under Mike Vrabel want to play. I don't think it matters who the offensive coordinator is because they're still going to run the football. They're still going to use two tight end sets. They're still going to uh they're they're going to have that identity until such time as they choose to change their identity. Cheers. But I think that the situation, I think that the situation for uh for the Tennessee Titans is that, yeah, they could fire Todd Downing and it'd still look most, it'd still look the same way. I, I firmly believe that it would look maybe not exactly the same, but I, I firmly believe that it doesn't matter who you put in place to call the place for this offense. This offense is a mess. They were without what seven starters on defense today. Again, they still found ways to make plays on defense offensively, uh, they came in with a plan to try and change things up at left tackle. That got sabotaged. Couldn't do anything with it. Um, you know, he could fire Todd Downing, and uh, and it maybe makes you feel better, but if they come out here and lose the way that they probably lose, no matter who's calling the plays, I, I just, I don't, I don't think that's a solution. I don't, I really, I truly and honestly don't think it's a, a solution. Now, they don't have any answers to the opposite, right? Like I, I really do think that they can't, they are not capable of doing any better right now. I think they're just, I, th I just think that's who, the, this is who they are. They cannot operate with the amount of injuries that they have with the offensive philosophy that they still want to play to. And with the personnel that they've got, they're just not good enough. They're not, they're not a good football team. And I think that, uh, I think that for all for all the different elements that you can attack this, it, it really does come back to the fact that, like, again, Tannehill gets carted off. Dylan Radens gets ruled out. Or, excuse me, he never got officially ruled out, but he was out for the game and did not return. Josh Thompson got a concussion today after just coming back off IR. Who else got an injury today? Uh, you had Dylan Cole go down. Jack Gibbons had to play. You are working with wide receivers that are, again, a, a mixed and matched bunch at this point without Traylon Burks and um, they continue to, uh, you know, they continue to wait his return. Eric Alonzo says, give Malik the rest of the games. Rather this team makes the playoffs, whether this team makes the playoffs or not, I think it means to say they'll never win a playoff game. This season is a wrap. Yeah. They're not going to do that. They're just flatly not going to do that. Um, Caleb Hubman says even Gibbons went down. Yeah. Jack Gibbons did go down for a time. It's uh, it's, it is what it is. Dwayne Holiday says it's situational football, Buck. Adapt and adjust. I agreed, but like they, th today was the adaptations, right? They did the adaptations. They did, they did the left tackle thing, and it shit the bed because you know what happened? The left tackle that they put in there got hurt. <laughs> you can't make it up. Uh, Cedric Bowman says, what was Dylan's injury? Apparently it was a knee, and it was serious enough to keep him out for the rest of the game. So, you know, I think you can approach this any number of different ways. I think you can talk about this any number of different ways, but what it comes back to, uh, what it comes down to more than anything is they don't have players. They just, they flatly don't have players and they'll continue to, they'll continue to 
try and figure things out. They'll play the Houston Texans on Christmas Eve, a bit of a short week. But, um, you know, the Texans have one win on the season, and they almost they took the Chiefs to overtime today, the same way that you did. So it doesn't take the best football team in the world to be able to get hot in any particular moment. Now, they did lose. They still only have one win on the season, the, uh, the Houston Texans do. But, you know, the Houston Texans came into Nashville last year and beat the, beat the Titans. So, you know, I mean, these things are very open. And now you have a situation. Um, now you have a situation where the Jags won today. Jags won on a walk-off pick six. They are uh, they are one game back in the division. They are six and eight. You are seven and seven. You went from seven and three to seven and seven. Think about that. Uh, you can change offensive coordinators if you want. You're probably still losing those games. You can um, bitch about the left tackle if you want. You're probably still losing those games. This is not a good football team, objectively. And uh, the Jags look appreciably better. So, what was the most disappointing part of the way that the Titans lost to the Chargers? I think I think certainly that. You know, they made the changes that a lot of you were calling, or they made at least some of the changes that a lot of you were calling for them to make, and they still lost anyway. So it hasn't really mattered. This was Mike Vrabel. We talked about the offensive line, but this was Mike Vrabel directly after the Chargers game talking about some of the things that went wrong. In that situation, but, you know, we weren't able to, to, to keep men bounds, you know, for them to use some clock, and you know, it's so critical right there. What do you say to the guys in there, you know, after a loss like this, you know, to keep the dam from completely breaking? Uh, nothing I can tell them that's going to make them not be uh, disappointed, upset. You know, they spilled their guts out there. But it's about the same message. It's about figuring out ways to help the guy next to you, coach him better, understand the details, making sure everybody's prepared to go with that mindset that they could come in there and play. I mean, you see guys that you know, go out there for us or if somebody gets hurt, the next guy's got to go in. You know, So those are situations that um, you know, we have to be ready to go. And there's nothing you really can say to them other than get some rest and you know, we, we got to spill our guts again and find a way to win on Saturday. This team's general. SCP says, so that was Mike Vrabel after the game. SCP says they got to call a player, players only meeting. They've already done that shit. They did it after Buffalo and they, you know, now they've lost four straight. Like what's a players only meeting going to do? Hey guys, we really got to pull our shit together. We got to play better. No, there's no, who, who are the players that they're going to pull into the players only meeting? Where are you finding these players? They're all in damn injured reserve or limping off, off the field or being carted away. Or who, who are these players you're going to pull into a players only meeting? The whole thing is they don't have players. <laughs> Adrian Martinez says they need to call God. That's about the only thing left on the list because a players only meeting, buddy, you got no players to call the players only meeting. <laughs> the players change every week. Shit. I think they change. I think the players change six different times in this game. Marcus Johnson says we need a coaches only meeting. They have those every morning. <laughs> That's not fixing anything either. Like guys, I think, you know, because I saw somebody earlier, forgive me, the comment already scrolled past, but it said same excuses uh, week in and week out. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, Rick Ricky Talley says same excuses week in and week out. Well, yeah, because the situation's the same, Ricky. They don't have any players. No, Reed, I didn't cuss. I saw you make faces at me. <laughs> I thought about it. Maybe if I'd had an extra sip of beer, I would have done it. But I didn't. You, you didn't get me this time. But we'll think about it. So, better, worse, or about the same? How do you feel about the Titans' playoff chances right now? It's 7-7, seven seven, dropped four in a row for the first time 
under Mike Vrabel, better, worse, or about the same? How do you feel about the Titans' chances to make the postseason? You're going to hear from Kevin Byard here in just a second, right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by Superbook Sports. Superbook.com is where you go for the best odds, boosts, and promo bets. You can wager on the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, every major sport. Your favorite sports can all be found in the Superbook Sports app. They even have a Tennessee tab for your favorite team. So the Titans, the Preds, uh, both Titans and Preds in nasty slumps right now, the Grizzlies or the Vols, Superbook Sports will always allow you the opportunity to get in on the action and to take the fight to the best odds makers on the strip. Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Download the Superbook Sports app today. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. So how do you feel about the Titans' playoff chances? Uh, Stephen Birdwell says, Buck, drinking soda, is that good for your diet? No, this is uh, beer, which is even worse for my diet, but the Chargers PR left us all cold beer at our seats, and I wasn't going to say no to it. So again, cheers. Diet starts tomorrow when I get back from Los Angeles. Um, We get in the playoffs and go kamikaze on that ass, says Dwayne Holiday. Well, yeah, but, you know, the kamikaze dies at the end, right? Like, maybe, maybe you... Maybe you get somebody, uh, maybe you take somebody down with you, but like the kamikaze dies, you know, <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to run yourself into the, run yourself in the, into the boat just to take yourself out and not anybody else. Like that is what it is. Tracy Lamar says you have a cool job. Yeah. I have the best job. Um, there's no question about it. And I, uh, I appreciate it each and every day. Absolutely. I do. Uh, deference. Uh, uh, defense says TT or T town Brown got more damn injuries than the offense. Offense is crazy. It's all just a mess. Uh, I think that, uh, I think that the more that you look at this, listen to guy. So I asked Kevin Byard this question in the locker room and KB, you know, I've never heard him talk like this. Um, uh, it was a, uh, it was kind of jarring to hear Kevin Byard this downtrodden about the state of the football team right now, but why wouldn't he be? They've lost four in a yeah, row. We thought, um, obviously you know, didn't show up in the biggest moment of the game, which was obviously the last round. So disappointed about that. But, you know, made some plays, but obviously wasn't, you know, good enough or enough to win the ball game. So that's what it comes down to. What's the what's the difference between this game and, and the last couple of games, Kevin? I mean, is there something that stands out in terms of what's not necessarily clicking or the execution of times? Is, or is there even a common thread? Only, I mean, to see a difference. I mean, we lost. So, I mean, that's probably the biggest thing I've been saying. We've been losing. We lost four straight, so. I mean, I don't know. Things slipping away? It seemed seem like it. I don't know. Jaguars one one behind tonight. I mean, we lost. I mean, the division's still there, but personally, I can care less about that. Like, I'm not really into it. I mean, obviously, want to win the division and all that stuff, but I'm not really into it, like, just getting to the playoffs and all that shit. It don't look like we're a team right now that's going to beat anybody. So, uh, we got to find a way to get back to work and beat Houston. I mean, those are pretty strong words from a team leader. Uh, you know, Kevin Byard doesn't, Kevin Byard, uh, he doesn't, I don't know. He doesn't mince words. And so when he just goes, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he's, it's, it's rare to see Kevin Byard lacking, Lacking any kind, I mean, I don't want to say that he's lacking fire. Obviously, he's pissed, but like, what's he supposed to say? Yeah, man, I don't know. We're doing everything that we can. I got an interception today, 
and it, it couldn't be done. Chris says he's being real. No sugarcoating. I mean, yeah, that is what it is. Uh, Jay New York 89 says, if you're a fan and heard Byard of all people say that shit, you know, it's bad. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to hear Byard say it to know it's bad. They just lost four in a row, Jay. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make you feel better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they lost four in a row. You don't need, you don't need Kevin Byard to tell you it's bad to know that your team sucks right now at this point. All right, let's wrap this up with this is a free site. The best thing that I saw on the internet this week on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Let's talk about it together. The question that I'm going to ask you is this. Which team had the worst loss this weekend? It may not even be your own team, even though you feel like it right now. Which team had the worst loss this weekend? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Right after I tell you that A to Z Sports Prime Time is made possible by TrueMath Fitness. TrueMath Fitness offers you the opportunity to get a head start on your fitness goals. Whatever your goals are, just to generally be healthier, to feel better, to have more energy, to improve your mood, to lose weight the way that I needed to. TrueMath Fitness offers you the best workout plans around to make sure that you can accomplish it as an individual with the help of the support that they offer. Their boot camp style classes are my personal favorite. I really enjoy the pacing of it. I enjoy the way that it pushes me without making me feel like I'm overexerted or uncomfortable. TrueMath Fitness always goes above and beyond to make sure that you are confident and comfortable in what you're being asked to do. If group classes aren't your thing, they offer personal training. If that's not your thing either, they have an open gym. TrueMathFitness.com to sign up for their memberships or to try for free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, go to TrueMathFitness.com. So who had the worst loss this weekend? Uh, the Patriots. The Patriots blew uh, blew a game against the Raiders today, Lewis uh, says. I didn't see the ending of it because it coincided with this game, but I saw the highlights of how they lost. Joseph Mitchell says the Buccaneers, who blew a 17-0 lead to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Titans obviously had a horrendous loss today, but they weren't, you know, they weren't ever leading in this game. Uh, let's see. Cowboys, they might not make the playoffs. Colts, we know they suck, says Corey D. Jackson. Cowboys losing on a walk-off overtime pick six. That's a tough scene. But literally what the Colts did yesterday, historic for all the wrong reasons. Epic fail here by the Colts right here. A team that gave up in the fourth quarter of the week, the, the uh, game before against the Dallas Cowboys. And now you got this performance right here. And don't sit back and say, well, that could happen to anybody. No, it can't. It's impossible. It's never happened in the history of the game. How about we have some idea how to close a game out? This was absolutely an embarrassment for this franchise, and they've had some bad moments this year, but this is absolutely atrocious right here. And by the way, this is the National Football League. When you have good conditions, you can win the game. As bad as embarrassing as this game was, if you kick a field goal, it's 54 yards, I got it, in ideal conditions. How, why are we giving the quarterback who's 100 years old and squats about 100 pounds and he's going to – that's the best you got on fourth and inches? I'm sorry. It's a, a horrendous So, you, so you're play talking call. about the end. And, and I get it. This is one of our, uh, you know, our colleagues or whatever. But it's terrible. What are you – I'm supposed to sit up here and, and make up the fact that this guy has no NFL coaching experience? It showed up in a big way in this game. Well – well, I'm just uh, telling you, no. I, I can be truthful or not. I, yes, you, and, and you to me, should this say is exactly like, what do you give think. Up 30 no.
That's Rex Ryan. Uh, speaking truth to power, the Colts uh, utterly embarrassed Kenyatta West as a 100-year-old quarterback. Yeah, and it wasn't even on Matt Ryan yesterday, even though Matt Ryan has two of the most embarrassing um, blown leads in the history of football, one in the Super Bowl, one in the regular season. That's going to do it for us tonight here live from L.A. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. I'm staying in Los Angeles tomorrow, uh, or at least tomorrow during the day. We're going to do the radio show from L.A. since my flight uh, it wasn't going to be easy for me to get home before the radio show. So uh, that will take place tomorrow. We'll do it live from Los Angeles. I hope you guys will hang out with us from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. No primetime show tomorrow because of my logistics. Uh, I will be in the air um, when primetime normally airs at 8 p.m. Central Time. So we will uh, we will rain check with you on Tuesday um, when I am back in Nashville, Tennessee. So have a great rest of your evening. Talk to you tomorrow morning when the radio show starts at 10 a.m. Central Time. See you guys. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It ain't warm when she goes away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And she's always gone too long. Anytime she goes.